Hey, good morning, all you beautiful peahens and peacocks. It is your 13th of December. You're at your 12 days of Christmas, if that's what you decide to celebrate. We'll get you going with a couple stories here for your C. You're terrific. You're tantric. You're tantalizing. Whatever it needs to be Tuesday. We'll be right back after Webster Wheel gets us kicked off. I wake up in the morning, don't even hit the snooze. Jump right out of bed to get that 15-minute news. It's Jason in the morning, it's Jason in the morning. AM 1321 is the best news happening now. It's Jason in the morning, it's Jason in the morning. All you beans and peacocks, it's time to gather around. It's Jason in the morning. Welcome back, all you beautiful peons and peacocks. This one's an interesting one. So it starts with a story out of Fox News by Rebecca Rosenberg. But the controversy doesn't end there. Rather, that's where the story begins. Because one of the parents, the father of Kaylee Gonzalez, talked to Fox News saying that the wounds that were described before and what the police have let out don't match. Right, because you think it's just a stabbing victim, they were stabbed multiple times. But what he and the coroner both describe are more like deep, long gouges. And in fact, uh, the coroner, Kathy Mabit, went on to say it was like tears, like this was a strong weapon, not like a stab. There were big, open gouges, it was quick, they were not going to slowly bleed out. So the father of Kaylee Gonsalves is saying, look, this is insane. We should be telling the public what's going on. We should be telling these young ladies around the school that, hey, there's somebody sadistic on the loose. There's somebody that's doing these things on the loose. But then that drives at another question of what the motive is like i don't i know they're chasing uh this car that they've seen and there's a hooded man from the food truck but i think they've cleared him and, and said it wasn't him but the kicker is what who has what what kind is this a sword is it a machete is it a you know what what is driving at this this piece this thing this but I don't know. What, what is the right side of wrong? I understand from one point the police wanting to say, well, we don't want too much information out there, you know, so they can, you know, it's open investigation, etc. But if there is something, you know, and thinking back in time, things like Jack the Ripper, right? Is the, is the right thing to keep the details a secret so you keep copycats, so you keep fake information? Or rather, is it that, hey, um, we need to put people on alert. And that's the more terrifying thing. They still don't have a suspect. They still, this has been, I think we're at a month or close to a month, uh, just over it, one of the two. But where, where are the answers? Or is this something like yesterday where they're just slipping out into the open and nobody's going to be able to catch this guy? 
right? Think about the guy, 750 potential murders for uh, Shamir Mir, right? From yesterday, I, I don't know. But truly, there was one person that does know the answer, and, and there's two that don't, and, and that's the other mismatch too, right? There has to be a connection between why those four, right? And really three, because two of them are connected, the boyfriend and girlfriend, Kaylee uh, Gonsalves and her boyfriend were connected, so gotta be something there got to be a piece of the puzzle that needs to be figured out and as a parent and, and the striking thing is the other piece of the controversy is people saying that her father shouldn't be saying things about the police and he called them cowards for not releasing the information and people are up in arms against him his daughter was just murdered and there's no answers why why are people jumping on the train against him right he's waited a month he's kept his mouth closed right this isn't chicago or uh, i would say dallas but we see that they've had trouble solving murders but you know this isn't a place where that's something they're used to the fbi teams that are in there sure i don't know we'll think about it we'll be right back on the b-side Alright, welcome to the B-Side. Two quick stories for you on the Bravo end of the stick here. Texas, interesting one here. Uh, the cut coach, Beard. Now, Beard's been an interesting one. He's had some success, obviously, this year at Texas. He's recently moved, I think he's two years out of Texas Tech. Then uh, went to a eh, quasi-rival. I mean, it's hard to have rivalries anymore in the Big 12 because everybody's scattered to the winds. But he's been arrested. He was arrested yesterday before their game, which was coached by their assistant coach, and they went out to win. And But he's been arrested on domestic violence charges. Now, he says he has recordings that prove he was not the instigator, but I don't know what that means. Does that mean, okay, I didn't start it so I can fight back? I mean, the descriptions of what was going on, we'll spare you from, but it's just... I... I think the piece where I'm stuck on this, right, is, is right, wrong, or otherwise. I think it's hard because people in these positions of authority, right, he is charged with, you know, I mean, if we're, if we're being honest, the, the athletic coach of today is different than the athletic coach of yesteryear, right? Of yesteryear, it's like, hey, you're trying to polish and, and continue to teach these young men to, or, you know, young boys that come out of high school to be to become young men and to do the right thing and to act the way they should act. And so here, you know, I, I guarantee if he's in an office talking to one of his players and, and they're having a tough time and arguments with their girlfriend, he is going to tell them, hey, you got to do this. Or you got to be careful. You got to do that. And, and maybe he was in an uncontrollable situation or something that he couldn't get back at but uh this is no bueno for him uh this probably won't end well um but you know you, you gotta you gotta hold strong and, and be the example and, and you know turn the other cheek all that good stuff but i'm sure more of this story will come out you know just just as we saw with uh johnny depp you know the, the first story is not always the correct one uh, that gets let out this one's interesting <clears throat> from the point of and i think we've talked about this before 
But Austin Butler, he's an actor. If you have not seen Elvis, he was he played Elvis in the recent movie that had come out. He has said that he didn't talk to his family for three years while in preparations for the movie Elvis. Um, he says that he was, quote, stuck in character. Now, we've seen things like this with um, other actors, like Heath Ledger, right? And they go so far off the edge with these things. Is that the right way? Is it the wrong way? I mean, I don't think he's going to get an Oscar for this. I don't think. I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but... What... What is the cost? What are we doing? Uh, almost. What's the point, right? I mean, to be a successful actor, I have to think you have to be doing more than one project at once, at least at some point in your life. Surely, when you're the... George Clooney's or, uh, you know, the world, I don't know why that's so, Matt Damon, uh, I was trying to, th- <laughs> I was trying to think, uh, this is where my brain is this morning, I couldn't think of, uh, gosh, who plays Indiana Jones, anyway, um, now that's gonna bother me, because I can see him in all these different movies, and all the Tom Clancy novels, and that he did, Ah, gracious, it's going to bug me now. But the whole point is, what is the... What is the crux for these people feeling that they need to go away and, and to do these things? What is the kicker? What is... Is that the right thing for them to cut their families off who probably have sacrificed? I don't know. I could go on this diatribe for a long time. Harrison Ford! Harrison Ford! Gracious. Oh, that's where I was going with it. So, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's worth these people just closing themselves off, getting getting into character? I mean, I, I guess there's a difference in a biopic, but you'd have to think that slipping into a costume and slipping into a role, and whether it's a name, whether it's a dress, whether it's a position, whether, you know, these things, roles and stages people slide into, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Is it easy to slide in or... This one, uh, sad news, and I hate to end on sad news on the day here, but this one was back and forth the last day or two because there were reports that Mike Leach, Mississippi State uh, football coach, had entered uh, the hospital. Then someone had said he died, and then they were like, no, he's not dead. Um, But uh, just as we're recording, literally as we're recording, uh, the AP Press has put out that Mike Leach has passed away. Uh, He was 61 gone into the hospital uh, recently with uh, some severe issues. He was in critical, listed in critical condition, which led folks to to figure that he had, had passed uh, earlier this weekend. Uh, he was gravely, gravely ill. Um, but uh, to those, uh, let's see, he was at Texas Tech. He was uh, at obviously here at Mississippi State at the end. Uh, also, uh, with Washington State as well. So just, um, you know, just an interesting person. Also, <laughs> if you didn't know, he he also took pride in teaching. He was one of the, the you know, student athlete, you know, nomer, you know, or misnomer, whichever side you're on. But he's actually he wrote a book 
uh, about Geronimo. He, he loved teaching about uh, different things. He taught about warfare. He taught about pirates. Um, but just tragic for his family, tragic for those uh, kids as they get ready for bowl season, of course, uh, too. And, you know, any, any losses that happen uh, during this time. All right, that's what we've got for you. As always, brought to you by Linda's Library for some sites and savages. Winston's Editing Services. Bernard's Obstacle Golf. It's always tea time at Mad Hatter's. Julia's Prudent Produce. Keeping the lights on for you with the winter produce here at the end of the season. You've always got Winston's. Oh, I already said Winston's Editing Services. Webster's Wheels, Candles, Milk and Grass waiting for you to light the way. That's what we've got. What's your color today? What are you feeling? What are you liking? That's where we're going. Jason in the morning, we're out of here. We'll talk to you tomorrow.